a thousand pound sisters <laughs> season five episodes eight and nine no seven and eight seven and eight <laughs> seven and eight um yeah, I feel like this, like, in, there was an intensity to this we we haven't seen yet. And I was complaining last week about, like, the story editors or whatever, like, this constant just, like, it's Amy losing her shit, but I didn't feel like it was building up. Well, I think it built <laughs> and it exploded. <laughs> and it does. Point. Um, yeah, so uh, where are we at? Season five, episode seven, deal with it. Which deal? deal <laughs> I, I know. I was thinking of you. I was like, not deal with the accent, like no. that. Yeah, like the sister wives accent. Like the sister wives. <laughs> like literally, like a dill pickle. <laughs> deal I, with it. Because all of their episode names are food related. So yeah. Yep. But dill. So pre- yeah. <laughs> sister wives <laughs> oh well previously we see the family talking about taking a vacation while they're all dressed up like looking like they're at the kentucky derby uh we oh, see caleb and bad party i know so sad Kay- caleb and tammy reunite at the rehab sa- center and tammy doesn't look very happy and then the family <laughs> goes to the gym and does zumba while amy-, amy has a breakdown outside of the gym right well at the gym um So (laughs) Amy was upset because she actually said, I feel I was sick, everyone. I was actually sick and you guys were attacking me and blah, blah, blah. What do you think? Was she really sick? I think, well, I think it's bullshit. Well, one, I mean, she felt like shit. Sure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. She felt like shit. She hasn't shit in two weeks. I know what that feels like. Um, She's not taking care of herself. She's not sleeping. She's not eating right. Like, obviously she's going to feel sick. So probably moving and all that stuff made her stomach feel sick and all that stuff. But her saying that they were giving her shit and bullying her and ganging up on her because she was sick. That's where the misinformation, miscommunication comes in, because that's not why they were ganging up on her. And I don't think they were ganging up on her. They were just like confronting her like intervention style. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And she's not having it. Right, right. And of course, uh, Chris is there to comfort her like he always is. He's like the level-headed, calm one of the family. Brother. (laughs) Yeah. The one brother of all the women. I'm like, God, that poor guy. (laughs) I know, right? Uh, He's saying they all need a vacation. And then let's talk about this flashback we see of Tammy and Amy getting a pedicure years ago. Oh, okay. Do we have to talk about oh, this? Yeah. Because <laughs> um I fast forwarded it like at the first time I saw it, I was like, uh, because gross the feet were just complete nasty. Feet are gross to me anyway. I don't like other people's feet, much less the nastiness that we were seeing. And so on my rewatches, I had to fast forward. So Talk to me about what happened. I'll give you the, my response, but I don't sure. know the details of it because I refused to pay that close attention to the nasty feet. Yeah. So I touch feet all the time, so it doesn't really bother me. But there was one part of this that definitely did bother me. So first of all, in the flashback, we see how big Amy and Tammy really were at this particular nail salon. You have to step up a couple of stairs to get to the 
pedicure right. chairs mm-hmm. and um tammy couldn't do it so the woman of the the owner of the salon had to do a pedicure like in the manicure station and mm-hmm. she told tammy if she ever lost enough weight to where she'd be able to walk up the stairs that she'd give her a free pedicure lost enough weight did i say did i say lost <laughs> you know you said lost enough weight lose if she ever if she were to ever lose enough weight no, you lose you said lost in the past tense like it's oh. late for you it is extremely late for me. Or you're 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 doing their hillbilly talk. Oh shit! I've been watching too much Tammy and Amy. I have four fucking degrees. I can't speak English. <laughs> well, one of your degrees is in Spanish, right? That's so true. At, at least you have that. <laughs> I know. Maybe I spoke That's Spanish. That's me always thinking. The lawyer over here. Right, right. Uh, well, so anyways, um, we see how big they are, and then, uh. Fast forward to now, here comes Tammy strolling in the, the nail salon, and there's the owner like, all right, here, let's do your free pedicure. Right. So we see Amy and Tammy's feet, and OMG, Amy's feet are black on the bottom, which mine can get dirty, it's whatever. Yeah. But then when she starts like using that tool, what is that tool even called? The little... The scalper thing? <laughs> yeah, you know, the like sandpaper remover, callus remover grinder it looks, stone? Like a, it looks like a cheese no, grater no, the cheese graters that's just right. what we call it the cheese grater thing right yeah yeah and she's like saying her feet look like black parmesan cheese it's disgusting that's no just mm, mm. yeah that's when i kind of no. felt a little ooh. yeah that yeah. i couldn't i couldn't do any of it because that was like <laughs> a, watching the first time i was like okay okay i'm okay with this i'm okay with this i was annoyed as as a, a uh the, the consumer of pedicures right like i am one who goes and gets pedicures um i was really annoyed by the the chair bowl situation because it was weird it was weird and it if you didn't if you weren't the right proportions it wasn't going to work for you it clearly wasn't working for amy because she was shorter legs and all that stuff like i don't know that it would work for me because of you know how i'm built like i i wasn't a fan of that like i guess in in redneck kentucky and the spot wherever they live like that may be like the cool thing but i mean i'm just used to like the spa pedicure chairs where you can adjust them and you sit properly in them (laughs) you know what i mean yeah anyway so i was annoyed by that situation because you can't get a good relaxing pedicure if you're not sitting there's no shiatsu massage going on i don't think in those chairs you know what and that i'm okay with right like but but i can't sit and relax in the chair and get my feet worked on if it's just yeah you're not fitting in it correctly right right exactly yeah, yeah. um so so when I saw was watching it the first time when they I was doing okay I was doing okay when she started scraping her feet I was like okay no ma'am no ma'am and that's when I stopped <laughs> it <laughs> fast forwarded it caught up afterwards and then each rewatch subsequent was the same thing I'm like oh they're walking into the salon this alone. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, it was funny. Wouldn't, I mean, wasn't that okay? Can we ask this question? Does it make Amy a rude customer for not having at least rinsed her feet, washed her feet? I don't think so. Going, I mean, or is that, I don't no, know. You're literally putting your feet in soapy water. So, like, I get her mentality of like, whatever. I mean, it's I don't like, know. My I feet, mean, that's like, I mean, do you shave your legs before you go get a massage or do you exfoliate no, before you no. get a massage? Yeah, I mean. But I do make sure I'm showered. 
before yeah. I go. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? Like that I've showered that day. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like I try try to make sure that I've my body's clean, you know, like yeah. same when I go see you, right? Mm -hmm. Like I sh shower in the morning before I go see you because you're you see more of me as much of me if not more than the massage person too right, right. I think like it's because you I don't want to say you respect your body because I don't mean to for it to sound a certain type of way but I feel like you respect yourself enough to present yourself to another person in a way that's clean at that's least that's what I'm saying like if yeah. you're going to get a pedicure is it considered rude? Like maybe we need to ask a pedicure person. I bet or... you we could ask Michelle. I was going to say nails. we can ask Michelle. She's a esthetician, right? Yeah, she used to do nails. I don't think they care, honestly. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, right? like because like gynecologists don't care if you like shave your cooter, right? No. Nobody like, cares about anything. Yeah. For, yeah. Well, theoretically, nobody should care about you, but <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other that's a whole other gripe. But like. You should at least be sort of clean down there, right? Like, I mean, do you shower before you go to the gynecologist? Oh, absolutely. About right. this last time when I had the biopsy and the IUD insertion, yeah. I had to take a shower and then I had to work and I had to run. So I was working for four hours before going. Yeah, I so feel like what I'm, it is. Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna, you know, if I go to the gym or something, I'm gonna shower before I go, right? Like that's just because I think it's rude to stick a stick stinky cooter right up in the gynecologist's <laughs> face that they're working on so so wouldn't it also follow that it's rude and gross to stick your dirty stinky nasty feet in somebody's face like what's the the level of gross that's tolerable like it's expected because it's that part of the body like there's a certain like there's 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 certain expectations about like smells and stuff like that because women's cooters have a certain scent to them right um it's not a bad scent unless you haven't showered in like a week and then maybe you have a problem <laughs> you know i don't know i can tell you from my personal experience working on bodies i don't personally care about okay. anything what well, smells none of that matters no, to you? no honestly i'm just there okay. to do my job and help somebody i don't okay. i don't it doesn't bother See, this me this is helpful this yeah. is helpful Maybe I yeah. won't shower tomorrow before I go see you. You shouldn't. Let's call natural. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I took a bath tonight. <laughs> there you go. You're one probably smell like freesia. <laughs> <laughs> My bath bomb. Right. Um, anyway, so yeah, I mean, like, anyway. All right. Yeah. So if you guys have thoughts, let us know. Um, so after the wonderful pedicure where Amy Amy's black feet have been all the dirt has been removed. Um, Tammy receives a package from Caleb. And I'm expecting, I don't know, something nice. And it's oh like a dollar store, like dollar store body soap and uh air fresheners. I'm like, oh my God. What the this hell is that? This was so like, oh my god, like Caleb, like he 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 tried so hard, but he just missed the mark, right? Like the idea that, oh, Tammy likes smell good stuff. Okay. I don't know. I think nice candles, you know, um, maybe not a bath bomb. I don't think she's a bath person, but like candles, something like that, right? Like maybe fun lotions or something. Um, no, Caleb's idea of smell goods is dollar store body wash 
and literal deodorizers or whatever those air, things those little air freshers that air freshers air freshers yeah. and like what did he, did he get her some spray too and like yes. some like lysol like what <laughs> and then like upon one of my rewatches because like at first i was like oh he's just so not white there i mean this is a guy again who stalked tammy got himself admitted to her rehab so he could meet her so remember that's the level we're starting with and then this is like oh you like smell good stuff here and it's like you just missed the mark it's so close but yet no so far it was so sweet because i feel bad because he doesn't have experience dating there's no way this guy is like extremely experienced no no not at all he's like it's almost like middle school like you know here's my box this is what i thought on my second watch of it was that his only experience with smell good stuffs is stuff like that because as a big person who probably doesn't have great hygiene like i feel like maybe that's what his smell good stuff is for him well also he doesn't leave the house very much so it's not like he's going shopping and seeing all the different stores and i don't know he's not out in the world he's been so sad i know he's confined to it was a wheelchair was basically. the sad package and tammy's like oh this is great right she has such a pissed look on her face she's like damn do i stink that bad right you know but then she asked him afterwards if he had gotten weighed and he said he didn't want to well why are you in rehab if you're not gonna monitor well, your as we progress? find out later which is a whole shock not at all that he has been emotionally eating way more than he's let on to Tammy. Mm-hmm. But you can see the way he looks yeah. in that clip. I mean, he just looks bigger. Well, and he's talking about going to this, going to a um, a fair and only eating like a burger and maybe some, what did he call him? He didn't, what did he call him? Oscars. Did he call him Oscars? Ostrich eggs or something. Oh, ostrich. That's it. Ostrich. Mm-hmm. And, then they and then that led him down the other thing but like yeah it's clear and that's why he didn't want to get weight because he knows right hasn't you know been doing what he needs to do and so of course he's you know it's like tammy going you know oh have you been drinking and he's like nope while he's got a whole like mini fridge full of um you know sodies well or i mean alcohol i was i was you know my my always always using this to compare to alcohol (laughs) you know you've been drinking you've been drinking as he's living in the sober house and he's you know got his mini fridge full of um i don't know i don't know what he would drink yeah truly hard seltzer i don't know (laughs) is that isn't that a hard seltzer it is yeah okay yep because they didn't yep. come out with hard seltzers until after I got sober, so which is a good thing because they're sneaky. Yeah, well, I you have could a probably friend, pound a few of them. I have a friend who was at a barbecue and she she fifteen years sober and she accidentally drank drank some of one. <gasps> Can you scary. imagine? I mean, she like spit it out, like whatever and stuff. But having that hit you and realizing yeah. it, oh my god, like that fuck with my head, man. Did was she okay after that? Yeah, yeah, and then like she talked to her sponsor, she talked to a lot of friends, and you know she worked through it and everything. But it was just like, I mean, that's such a mind fuck, you know, yeah. such a mind fuck. Um, but 
yeah, that's that's part of what's, what truly is one of my nightmares. Like I literally have nightmares about accidentally ingesting alcohol. And then after that, after I've already gotten it in my system going, well, fuck it, I'll just drink anyway because it's already in my system. That's literally what my nightmares are made of. And I never know necessarily how it gets in my system. Like the dream ne- like doesn't start there always. So I don't necessarily know how it got there. Hmm. So something like that terrifies me. It's one of the th- reasons why, like, whenever I go to happy hours or any event, I'm always getting my own drink and carrying yeah. my own drink. I don't let somebody else, you know, get my drink for me. I always like watch it being made and stuff. Yeah, I don't blame you. It's and terrifying. I don't eat food with that's been cooked with alcohol, even though the alcohol cooks off. I yeah. personally don't. And that's just something that like. Some people do in recovery. Some people don't. You know, it's entirely a personal thing. There's nothing wrong with either one. Anyway, but I digress. All right. Well, then we see Tammy, Amy, and uh, Chris going to get spray tanned. (laughs) And they're literally sitting there pretty much naked. Everyone's in their undies. Um. Which reminded me of something that got, I, I don't, I haven't really brought up the single life on our podcast at all, oh, but one no, of the funniest scenes that they cut was Danielle getting spray tanned. Nice. And so it reminded me of like, just like being completely naked, pretty much cameras on you. And I have to say that they're very brave for letting the cameras capture those moments of, because it's like. Mm-hmm super personal you're like yeah. naked almost yeah i don't know yeah good power more power to them yeah good on say. them yeah so after they get spray tanned they go bathing suit shopping which i'm like the not a good idea after you just had spray tan but whatever um and again they're being brave like coming out of the dressing room showing yeah. what they look like in bathing suits that takes yes. a lot yeah <laughs> I like Misty's bathing suit. I feel like she lost a lot of weight. I know. It was purple. It looks so pretty, like a little dress. Getting her diabetes and stuff under control obviously helped her a lot, too. Super cool. And that's when Amanda was like, I I might have me a real cocktail or maybe just a cock. I I know. (laughs) You said it. You said it. I wasn't sure you were going to. Oh, I'm going to say it. I don't even care anymore. (laughs) Whatever. It's late. (laughs) Cock. Cock. <laughs> sorry, everyone listening. Or not. <laughs> or not. Sorry, not sorry. Yep. Well, now that they've been tanned and sh- they went shopping and everything, they're ready for their floor. They all did trip. get really cute bathing suits. I got to say, I loved yeah, I all of their bathing all suits. So cute. They were all really, really, really nice. I liked them all. Yeah. Uh, so the family heads to the airport to leave for their trip. And Amy is riding with her nephew, who is amanda's son with the kids to florida since she won't fly and she's like it's gonna take nine hours in my head i'm thinking like with two kids yeah right it's gonna take three times that amount probably yeah at least god it ended up taking longer okay so when you talk about amy not flying Mm -hmm. like what a pain in the ass like really okay but in a way i get it with two small kids flying i sort of get it but then you just get there quicker it's I mean, you don't have okay. to. The, then she's driving and she's having a hard time, right? She's mm-hmm. having a rough time. She's complaining about her butt. Do you know how many toys I saw for Gage and Glenn? Zero. Did- she didn't bring a goddamn single fucking toy for those kids for that drive. She had you the tablet. That. But that was it. 
Oh, see, I didn't pay attention. Yeah, I was typing. See, I paid attention. Well, I was paying attention, and one of my friends was like, "Does she even have a toy for it? Like, what? No wonder those kids are screaming. Like, oh. she can't. As as Tammy says later, she can't keep the kids on a schedule. Okay, I get it. Right? It's like kids and whatever. But you've got to at least try to maintain something, and we'll talk about that more later. But um, the drive. Amy, as an adult, is having a hard time. Yeah. Can you imagine what those kids are? At least she has a phone she can look at. Can you imagine how hard it is for those kids? Oh, my God. have a single goddamn toy for them. Yeah, that's not good. I and didn't then as we notice. find out, she didn't bring a playpen. She didn't bring anything. Right. Right. And they drove. It's not like she had the excuse of like, oh, well, we are, we're flying and you have limited stuff. Like, you had a whole fucking van you could have put that shit in. Yeah. It was, yeah, that was rough. That was Listen, hard for me. I procrastinate. I have ADHD. I forget shit. Uh-huh. But at a most, like, basic level, I'm going to remember the big ticket, like, big basic items I need. Yeah. And that was very surprising to find out all that information yeah. later. Yeah. Like, you have, like, a diaper bag, right? And you probably got a couple of toys stuck in your diaper bag. If yep. nothing else, you know, because she's yep. still in diapers, right? At this point, she's not. Oh, like, she's transitioning. It's been fun. She's transitioning, isn't she? <laughs> Run around the house peeing naked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she isn't doing that anymore. Um, <laughs> now she, I picked her up from daycare today and they had her in underwear. Oh. And it lasted for a while. And then I, we put her, I put her on the potty three times after we got home. Mommy, I go pee pee and potty. Yes, yes, you do. And then sure. Fair enough, mommy. I go pee pee in underwear. Yeah. Okay, fine. And then later on, I put a pull up on her, and then she decides to have a massive blowout in the pull up. So, yeah. Anyways, yes, Anyways, that's been fun. That's the that's the fun fun. But um, you so you still have diapers. You still have bottles, right? Or no? I guess no bottles. bottles. No, no, no. no, but you have water. Cups. You have something for her to drink, right? right. You have like a snack, something. I mean, so if you have a bag that has that kind of stuff in it, you've got to have at least a couple toys, something. Yeah. And this just, just, it's just more evidence of how, like I said a couple weeks ago, I think that Amy needs parenting lessons. So anyway. And you remember these, these people have not had good role models, this family. Right. I know. And they're all like kind of messed up in their own way. Yeah. But... Yeah. Yep. Well, it's and then exciting. Amy kept complaining later about, well, I just drove here. I did. It was the long drive. Yeah, because you chose to. You can't mm -hmm. like like you created the problem that you're complaining about. So shut up. You know, I That's mean, I don't I know how long the flight is from Kentucky to Pensacola. I'm going to guess it's probably what, two hours. They said three? they were saying on the show that they're, the total travel time, like from door to door was like five hours. So hour in the airport, probably. Yeah. So it's yeah. Probably, the flight itself on each probably end. a couple, two and a half hours, yeah. three hours. Yeah. So it would have been a lot easier for her. And she had all those people that could have helped with the kids. Yeah. On the flight. My guess is she didn't even want to go and production was like, no, let's go. Let's do it. Because that's a lot taking two kids. I mean, I, I've missed out on things with Kaya because I'm like, I just don't have the energy to do it. Yeah, and but we can talk filming. about that some in, in the next episode, too. The problems with that Amy's complaining about, about having kids on vacation. Yeah. Which is a complete legitimate issue. Uh -huh. <laughs> kids on vacation is not. It's not a vacation. Thing. It's not no. a vacation. Anyway. 
Well, Tammy gets on the airplane and she's shaking. So we finally see Tammy for the first time getting on an airplane. And not only that, she only takes up one seat, which I don't believe we didn't really see a good angle. No. But she says she doesn't go into the second seat. So I'm sure she goes into it some, but she could have, like, if somebody else was there, it would have been whatever. But she had purchased both seats, so. Yep. And then they walk, they get to Florida and they walk into their beautiful rental. Gorgeous, gorgeous little house. Gorgeous little big house. (laughs) Right, and Tammy's able to walk up the stairs the little booster thingy oh god yeah um, and then we see the flashback to the episode where they tried to do the family vacation <laughs> and amy freaked out or T- tammy freaked out and went back to the hotel so that was fun oh yeah so um, much fun yeah so they're still waiting for amy but she's not there yet nope uh but then the next morning amy gets to sleep in because that's nice. She finally made it. And she finally makes it. To... She sleeps in. They're taking care of the kids. Mm-hmm. Amy finally wakes up and comes out. And what does she say? I don't remember. Shocked about know. how tired she was because the boys are keeping her up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. like, we've been taking care of the boys all, all morning. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are the boys doing? Yeah. Take, what are you you're not taking care of them right now. Like, we've been having for the last few hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, so the family decides to go to the beach. They're packing up the vehicles. Of course, the kids are getting a little antsy or whatever. Gage starts crying. We're on no then... schedule whatsoever. And whatever semi like, oh, they start falling asleep. They keep getting woken up to go do whatever. Right. So, yeah. so Amy starts having a breakdown before they even get into the van to go to mm-hmm. the beach. Which does not bode well. <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, they do finally arrive at the beach, and then we see the huge wheelchair that Tammy gets to sit in, which is cool. The beach, the beach wheelchairs, yeah, mm-hmm. I've seen those before. They're they're common amongst my um multiple sclerosis online like Instagram people. Oh, to I've do like them. go on the beach so they can yeah, get yeah, in. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I know this one girl who actually um she lived in Pennsylvania, and then she and her husband moved to to north carolina the beach they live at the beach um and she's in a wheelchair most of the time and so she actually owns one of these beach wheelchairs so she can just go roll out there that's awesome and stuff yeah yeah that's good so people can actually get to go to the beach you wouldn't normally be able to yes a uh disability awareness Mm -hmm. stuff mobility aids as we call them mobility aids um and Tammy's been wanting to go to the beach forever. That's like been on her bucket list of things to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when she gets stuck in the wheelchair. Oh my God. Oh my God. So funny. I mean, I get the fear of like falling and not being able to get up. I've fallen and I can't get up. Oh, I just aged myself. Um, oh, me too. I've seen the Alex commercial. And then, <laughs> but then like, it was kind of funny when she was like all stuck with her leg hanging off the side. <laughs> Misty had to lift it up. <laughs> yeah. All right. So they're on the beach enjoying themselves. And Chris pulls down his shorts to show us his uh, cool little swim oh. trunks. With uh, Brittany's face on him. And with Brittany has her and she has her headband on in the headband. Swim trunks. Yep. That's what we call her headband. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> 
uh tammy would not go down to the water which sucks because she was scared she's gonna fall in and not be able to get up i get it i get yeah. it but yeah that's why you have that wheelchair wheel it down to the water it can go in the water like that's and you could put your feet in the water mm-hmm. you could roll it right there onto the into the water the yeah that's what it okay yep yeah anyway well, it looks like Amy was having fun. She was laughing with the boys and rolling around in the water. Yeah, so. she was having a good time. Now, Katrina, you have a child. I have a child. You know what it's like when they've spent all day outside and it's they're in a new environment, new climate, new everything. Oh, my God, yes. So after the beach, they decide to go out to like a family dinner after being out in the sun all day with the two children. That wasn't very smart of them. I blame production. I would have called an audible on that. Like I get wanting to go to a fun restaurant. You put their new clothes on. Let's have fun. But that day that wasn't the right choice. Cause given how exhausted the boys were and stuff, like, you know, like Glenn, I guess is young enough where he can like fall asleep in his infant Mm -hmm. seat, the car seat or whatever. And you can just carry that. That Wait. was the easiest time of my parenting was when I, know, I right. just sleep in the seat. Oh, my God, wasn't it? Like, yes. they, they weren't sleeping the best because they're so little and stuff. But, oh, my God, they were so much easier to manage then because yeah. they could fall asleep. And then now that she's getting potty trained, like, that adds a whole other level of complication mm-hmm. to driving, to road trips, you know, all of that because you're not relying on them peeing in their pants anymore you got to like stop you know it's a it's a whole thing um but um yeah they should have called an audible and done like maybe sent chris to the groceries this is what i would have done if that was my family we just got back to the beach i would say probably we'd all probably take naps probably spend the next couple hours taking naps relaxing whatever everybody catching up on their devices all the kids and stuff because we've done family vacations at the beach right that's probably what we would do and then i'd send chris to the grocery store to get stuff to cook because you know he does cooking you know and then cook there and eat out back Mm -hmm. against the water that's what i would do given that situation and do the dinner a different time i 100 percent agree but i'm flexible like that production probably was not exactly <laughs> i would have hired a babysitter to come to the house while i went out to eat with my family there you go them. there you go that's what i would have done oh yeah i've done that before too actually i'm way weird i haven't even like that's a whole other thing that's a whole other thing yeah but um <laughs> no i would have problem solved i would have not have brought those two children to the restaurant right because we we all knew that that was not going to go well. It was just not going to go well. And you know too, when and you pull out all the tricks. Like all of them are parents, right? So they are, right. except for Tammy. Everyone knows the tricks but to t- pull out. Well, Tammy had better instinct about parenting those boys than Amy does, as yeah. we see in the next episode. Some of the things that she was saying and doing were like, "Wow, she's got an instinct for this that uh, maybe mm-hmm. Amy doesn't have right now, or doesn't maybe Amy doesn't have access to it right now, given mm-hmm. her mental state." I would say that that's probably more like. And I will say the the age that Gage is at, I think that was the hardest. Like Kaya at two, like one and a half, two was way harder than three because they just want to move. They don't understand that they can sit down and they can, you know, right? Because they just want to move and they're 
exploring their environment and right. figuring out the world around them and they just want to yeah yeah so amanda yep. was like everyone was trying to distract but it just didn't work so of course gage starts throwing a fit and then amanda's like i'm taking gage we're going home he needs to go to sleep which she's right the kid needed to go to sleep yeah um but of Both course kids, amy can't kid. drive and you know yeah so then they left leaving the rest of the family to have their wonderful dinner yeah and then that's at least when, Amy left with her. You know, they took oh both yeah. boys and both of them went and they put the boys to bed. And guess what? They probably went right to sleep. Of course. And the thing is, Chris was like, they're all talking about Amy and everything going on. And Chris made it a point of saying that Amy doesn't go to bed when the kids go to bed. She stays up. We mm-hmm. know Amy's like, you know, suffering through some sort of maybe, you know. She's definitely postpartum. Right, yeah, something's going on, and then there's obviously other whatever. I mean, clearly, it's post, there's a lot of postpartum depression, anxiety. Um, there could be, you know, certainly other levels of of depression, anxiety. She's dealing with a lot. I would mm-hmm. not surprise me if there were other diagnoses in there. You know, even albeit temporary ones. You right. know, like I don't think she has a mood disorder, but she might be going through a period where she needs some mood control. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you know, if she's not sleeping and taking care of herself, then you know, Chris, like, put your phone down and go to bed when the kids go to right. bed. Right. And she's not, <laughs> and she says she is, but she's not. And mm-hmm. she's not sleeping right, and she's not sleeping well because she's not eating well. She's not taking her meds. She's not wearing her CPAP. And you, as a CPAP wearer, we've talked about this, know the difference in the quality of sleep you have with, without, with or oh, without yeah. your CPAP. You know, yep. and she's just not doing any of the things. So, of course, she's going to feel like shit. She's not going to be able to sleep. You know, and she's going to be sick and she's not going to have the tolerance to take care of her kids. And she's not sleeping, which makes it all worse. And then they're not sleeping and she can't keep them on any kind of schedule, any kind of semblance of a schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, understanding, of course, that kids, you know, don't dictate i mean schedules and kids you know like you do your best right right <laughs> i was lucky too because my schedule was so fucking and i'm dropping the f-bomb so fucking crazy with like grad school when she was born everything else working nights doing it was so crazy but the thing is that kaya was so adaptable like mm-hmm. a lot of kids you know a lot of parents are like very structured and routine and that's great mm-hmm. but like kids are resilient i mean they're they follow like they can if you do it right and you don't right, overstimulate right. them like you can whatever but i feel like amy's there's no structure there's no nothing anything going on that's what the problem is there's no right. you got to put him down for a nap you know the both boys mm-hmm. are different ages they're probably gonna nap at different hours you know the the babies probably get like what do they say like two naps a day probably at least right like babies. at that age it's like about i remember one of the the most helpful things that I read as a new parent was when I read that babies at that age, when they, they wake up and then about an hour and a half after they first wake up is when they need, they generally will need to go down for their first nap. And when I read that, that hour and a half, and of course this was 20 years ago. So I, you know, I don't know what it is all now, but that was when I learned that that was like, it was like this magic time. I was like, Oh, okay. I can, I can, I can play for that. Oh, okay. He's, being this way now and okay that makes sense you know Mm -hmm. i can put him down for a nap and you know he might not go down great or he might not go down for very long for that you know whatever 
all of those variables, but at least you put them down. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. They need naps. Doesn't sound like Amy was doing any of that. Mm-mm. So that's kind of how the episode leaves off. We're just awesome seeing them leave. We will be right back with that episode eight. What's it called? Oh, Boiling Point. Boiling Point. Be right back. Hey, we're back. Here we mm-hmm. are. Yep. Get so up. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're back at the rental house and Amanda, Misty and Chris are sitting outside talking about what happened with Amy and the kids. And um, she said she put the boys to bed and told Amy she sees she's struggling, but she's not always going to be there to jump in, which is true. I get it. Yeah. Um, and Amanda was upset because she had bought all new clothes. She had lost weight. She had new bras, new panties, new everything. So she was new ready. Drawers. To, yeah, she looked all pretty and ready to like have a one like fun night. Um, but that all ended early. So Misty was like, "Why are you looking for? Why are you? Uh, why you need panties? new drawers? Because yeah. <laughs> I want to get laid." Exactly. Single and ready to mingle. Um, Amanda does make a good point too of saying like when the kids feel overwhelmed or when Amy feels overwhelmed and starts lashing out that the kids feel that too. And they, they're yes. taking on her emotions. Mm-hmm. They're going to act accordingly. Yeah. Kids are very good at reading you. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they are. <laughs> very good. So... Um, and they also mentioned that Amy's not good with constructive criticism. So she asks for help. Then when they give her advice, she doesn't want to hear it. And these are right. people that have had a lot of kids. <laughs> They've had a lot of experiences. Right. And, and, and I, you know, you notice this over the couple of the, ep- over the, the several episodes, right. You know, mm-hmm. as you're, especially watching them back to back, right. You see where she's sitting there crying asking for help she's at the dinner table she goes over to chris and she's like i don't know what to do i don't know what to do i need help they're trying to help her but she automatically takes it as this negative criticism statement on her own parenting yeah versus like she takes it so personally like i like you see him later where they're talking about the putting glenn down to bed or whatever and like i haven't been putting him down my whole life well you want help i'm trying to give you help like you've been putting him down this way your whole life well guess what tonight that's not working how's that as dr phil would say how's that working out for you Mm -hmm. it's not so maybe try something else and yeah god parenting is all about that right is like one thing doesn't work you got to figure out what does and having other advice when you ask for it as a parent not when it's offered given to you freely like when people you unwanted advice I'm not talking about that I'm talking about having your girlfriends mm-hmm. you know that i could go to and be like what the fuck is this normal i was just talking to yesterday to one of my bosses at work about she's got a son that's the same age as baby step product and has some of the exact same issues that we do when it comes to like screen time and you know, this and that and the other thing. And it's just like so refreshing to go, oh, okay, well, what have you tried? Have you tried mm-hmm. this? Oh, did that work? You know, to be able to bounce those ideas off and, and you know, oh, that was successful for you. Great. I'm going to implement that. I'm going to try Definitely. that. 
You well, know? And you know damn well her mom isn't giving her any sort of feedback or advice because she's just a, like her mom's awful. Dude. Yeah, awful. Yeah, it's bad. Um, yeah. So Amy asks for help, but then when she gets it, she bitches about it. Mm-hmm. She takes it so personally. That's part of why she needs therapy. Is she needs to understand that that's not attacking her parenting. Yeah, it's offering a help right now, which is not the same thing as attacking what you were doing. Yeah. And she needs to separate those two. I remember a little side note when I had my C-section and Kaya was a newborn. I think I was on day three of not really getting sleep because it was, again, just me. Like my mom was here, but yeah, Kaya was in the bassinet next to me. And after like three days of no sleep, really, and just pain, like excruciating pain, mm-hmm. I lost it. Kaya wouldn't sleep. She was screaming all night, no matter what I did, screaming. So finally, I woke my mom up at like three in the morning. I was like, I need help. I need help. And mm-hmm. my mom was like, you need to swaddle her like this. And, da, 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 da. and I'll tell you what, my mom had the best swaddle and she went right to bed. But my uh-huh. point is like, at some point you just need support. You just need yeah. to ask and like, you need to listen. And I lost my shit for a few minutes and there was mom to save me. Mm-hmm. But, but it could... wasn't mom saving you was not an attack on your parenting. Right. You know, right. which is how Amy takes it. It wasn't like by taking her and swaddling her in a different way than maybe you did. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you're bad and your swaddling's bad. It just means right. that at this moment, I mean, like as a parent, you have to, I think you you really got to be flexible like that right. because. Well, I just like lost my shit. I was like, she was not screaming. I started feeding her. I'm the worst parent. I don't know what to do. <laughs> so like, you know, you start and I, that's yeah. why I can feel Amy. I could feel yeah. Amy and watching these episodes because it's still fresh to me i'm like oh i could feel yeah. that but it's ask for still help. a little traumatic <laughs> and listen to help right listen to people you know are, i you had know. the same a very similar experience because um my baby daddy was in korea when i delivered ba- mm-hmm. um frauded baby frauded so um it was me and my mom and mm-hmm. my dad you know and my mom was only there like part of the time when I was still in the hospital, you know? And so like, I couldn't have the baby in the room with me because I couldn't get out of bed with him if he needed it because I had just Aww. had this infection. So he was in the nursery, like, you know, like. Sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and then he was like, I remember a morning where he was just crying and I couldn't do anything and I'm trying all the things that I, I could do. And I'm like willing my mom to just get there. I knew she was on mm-hmm. her way. I'm just willing her to get there, like tell yeah. her to get there to help me. Yeah. Yep. Hundred percent. Oh, it sucks. Um. Well, Misty was like, Amy expects her all of us to run after the kids and blah blah blah. I don't know. Well, after all this nonsense, we see the family going to a dolphin tour on a boat, and uh, <laughs> Tammy said she's been in a couple of small boats in the past. And things didn't end well. Well, she <laughs> fell out of the bumper boat. They <laughs> show a picture of Tammy sitting in the bumper boat at Butt Butt. And apparently Amy or Tammy fell out of that into the water. I don't know how they got her out, but. I don't know, man. Now I know why she's scared of water, you know. Right? <laughs> um, And you and I talked a little bit about this via text message, but. I'm not, I don't mommy shame anyone. I think that like everyone right. has their own system. Yeah. For the most right. part, but safety is one of those things where I'm just very, mm-hmm. um, I get very upset about seeing things that are unsafe. And 
seeing that the two babies did not have any life jackets on on the boat. And we're so close to the railing. They're holding on to the railing. All it would take was like an accident. One little bump and then a baby flies off. And Not I even a bump, baby. but a toddler being a toddler when they throw themselves. Right, they do. Toddlers throw themselves. And they, they throw themselves quick. all the time. Trying they to look high so She's quick. a wiggly little worm. No, they're like little wrestlers. They're like little jujitsu players. Yeah. You know, they're like, they know how to like get out of holds and stuff yes so if you're they're holding the these babies they're the babies are holding on to the wires and like they, they could i mean you already had quote-unquote turbulence as they called it you've got this <laughs> storm coming in and these babies are there they're bouncing around they're not even like half paying attention because there's so much going on like all oh my god i was i had so much anxiety watching that <laughs> me too me like, too why didn't they not have life jackets on no. And then you see at the beginning, though, when they first got on the boat, the I don't know what her title is, but the woman on the boat working was holding up the vest, like showing them where they are, which I get for adults. But like right. those kids should have had like, yeah, I'm pretty 100%. sure it's a law in, in Maryland. You have to wear life vests. Yeah, I think they're. Yeah, I think pretty much it was. It's the law. Maybe Everywhere. Not Florida. Right? I don't know. Fucking so Florida. Boats. I don't. But, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to Google it later. 100%. They should have. Okay, so after our anxiety was just like, ooh. Yeah. Um, Tammy made me feel a little bit better because she looked so happy. She I was. Like, she was having such a good time. Yes. Yes. All uh, of the things, even the turbulence on the airplane and stuff, mm-hmm. she was still having a blast. She's like, I kind of was sad when we were landing because I'm like, it was over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was definitely happy for her. Um after the dolphin tour, which we don't see any dolphins, it got cut short because of the weather. Because it's Florida and you get an afternoon thunderstorm in North Florida, Northern Florida every day. Yep. Tammy calls Caleb from Florida and this is where he looked, he was unshaven and that's when he really looked like he gained some weight. Mm-hmm. He just didn't look good. Like, I'm not even talking physically. I just mean like all over. Like something. Everything. Just, yeah. He just didn't look good. Yeah. He was coughing and. hmm I don't know. He just yep. didn't look good. But then also, you know, I don't know. What's the phraseology I'm looking for? I want to say bringing down Tammy, but like that makes it sound really, really bad. Like, oh man, you're killing her vibe. But it's like her husband and she cares about him and stuff. Right. But like also, yeah, you're killing her vibe. Like because you're, uh, I don't want to say you're a piece of shit because you're just a weirdo and whatnot, but you're, clearly not ready to do what it is that she needs you to do and that's okay you're not the husband she needs right now well and that's the thing is i don't even know if him bringing her down or what she said when she was like i'm just leaving him further behind you know yeah like like, i hate that he's his lack of progress makes her feel guilty that's what it is that i that's what it is yeah and i shouldn't feel guilty she didn't do anything wrong she shouldn't feel guilty for her success Right. Being made to feel guilty for her success, whether that's of her own making or if it's Caleb or whatever, but she's feeling guilty about her own success because he's not succeeding. And that makes me resent him on her behalf. Um, okay. You said it so eloquently. Yes. I did. <laughs> yes. You said everything I wanted to say, but better. Okay. <laughs> uh, anywho. Okay. Chris goes parasailing, which doesn't even matter. Whatever. It was fine. Yes. But, Oh, I thought that was just a funny scene. Dude, Brittany was wearing a life jacket in this yes. scene. Yes. Um, 
I would 100% go go parasailing and everybody else like, my God, he's so fucking stupid. Da, da, da. I'm like, dude, relax, man. First of all, okay, if that cord gets cut, he's just going to slowly float down into the water. It'll okay? be fine. If the chute fails, I mean, it'll hurt. 50, I don't know, 500. Whatever. Okay, he'll break some bones maybe. I don't know. But he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Why couldn't they just be like, I wouldn't do it, but I'll have fun up there. Instead, they're like, you're so fucking stupid. I was just like, yo, you guys are a little aggro about this. It doesn't mm-hmm. need to be that serious. <laughs> like, I agree. I love parasailing. It's relaxing. It's calm. I've never done it, but I would 100% do You've it. You've never done it? No. What? Why not? No. All my water sports history of sailing and water skiing and everything else, I've not done parasailing. Why not? I well, don't like, know. Okay. Never had the opportunity, I guess. Okay. Yeah, Never we sought it out. I used to go all the time every summer. Can we do it in Annapolis? I don't know. Is there any boating? Any boating happening out there? (laughs) A lot of boating, but no parasailing. (laughs) You could go to Ocean City, though. Ocean shitty. Yeah. Yep. Ew! Um, I don't like Ocean City. (laughs) It's dirty and gross. Well, you need to go in the off season. Sure, like the went, tail end of the I went in July which, for my anniversary. No, my yeah. husband took me there. That's madhouse. All right. Well, then while Chris is parasailing, Amanda and Misty are with Tammy waiting for him. So they're watching him go and they're at this like very calm beach. The water's mm-hmm. not even moving and it's very shallow. It's like barely past their calf or yeah, around yeah, their calf yeah. muscles. And there, Tammy won't get in the water. She won't get in the Don't water and they keep there. trying. They keep trying. Yep. Uh Chris done get, it when she had the damn wheelchair. I know. And I get her being scared. We we know she has anxiety because she's very anxious about a lot of things. And and walking, and I get the anxiety she has that mm-hmm. there, like and falling down and stuff. But there you there are workarounds. You've done a lot of things to adapt to it. Like Hey, you had the wheelchair. You can wheel right into the water, you know, mm-hmm. and then you could get your feet in the water, your toes, tootsies in the water, as she said in one episode, you know. Maybe next year we can see her actually putting her feet in. That would be nice. Yeah. Um, well, then she starts crying, and I was like, oh no, here we go. She's pulling Amy. Uh-uh. But it was really because she was upset about missing Caleb. And Caleb's being interviewed, and he says, I miss her so much. I haven't been honest with her. My emotional eating has spiraled. This is my shocked face. Yeah. Yep. Um, And we all saw that coming. Yeah, exactly. Um, After the parasailing and all that, we the family decides to do dinner at the house, which they had this like big seafood dinner spread Mm -hmm. all over the table. That looks like something we do in Maryland. Yeah, it looks like a boil. Like in Maryland, you just throw down the paper. You have our crabs everywhere. They had everything, um, which is something they should have done night one. But <laughs> what do I know? No, uh, so watching this, my friend Natasha was like, is that tinfoil? Like, why do they have tinfoil on the table? Which I personally haven't seen tinfoil used, but I, I've i seen newspaper and, you know, whatever, all kinds of other things used. But I was like, oh, well, he's doing it. must be a low country boil. And they come in and they dump all the food. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, my God, that's so gross. That's so weird. Like, why are, that, why are, they, are they just hillbillies doing that? And then Tammy and Amy are talking about, oh, you know, this isn't we're not pigs. We don't do this often. And I'm like, has nobody else heard of a low country boil before? Like, 
I'm not a Southerner, but I've been forced to live in the South. Um, technically, I live in the South now, too. I mean, technically, mm-hmm. I am below the Mason-Dixon line. Mm-hmm. Um, although I never consider Northern Virginia the South, even though it no. is. But I've lived in Florida. I've lived in North Florida, okay, <laughs> which is basically South Georgia. Um, and we had these were all the time. And I, and I don't take a lot of things from the South that I that I bring into my life now. But low country boils are one of them because I fucking love them. Yeah. With lobster and asparagus. Mm-mm. But no, I mean, whatever. I'll eat, yeah. You throw that kind of, you know, sausage and potatoes and all that crab and shrimp in front of me. I'm going to eat it, <laughs> you know, and corn and stuff. I'm going to eat it. I'm sorry. I mean, that's like the one thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I'm good. Doesn't matter what you put in it. Like I, you know, even if I have a fear of like potluck food sometimes mm-hmm. because you don't know where it came from and you're, you're dumping all this food in front of you all of a sudden, <laughs> like everybody's touching it. I'm like, Oh, but for some reason it doesn't bother me there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well at the dinner table, of course, Gage and uh, Glenn, well, she puts Glenn down to bed and then Gage is like on the couch watching his iPad or whatever he's watching. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he starts getting upset and she's holding him and he's tired or whatever. Um, and oh no, wait, they she works in his him. face while she's feeding him. Yes, sorry. She takes um, the food over to him on the couch, and they're all like, No, don't feed him on the couch. And she's like, I'm just gonna see if he wants a bite. Gets very defensive. Yeah, we'll see if he has a bite, wants a bite. And again, it's one of those things where her automatically getting defensive about the situation makes her unable to hear what they're saying to her that in and that how that might actually be helpful but in her defense they could have said communicated better like they absolutely hey, amy that's a rental remember we just don't want to get the food on the rental because we don't want to get in trouble yeah. right but i i get it like i get yeah. both sides and yeah, it's common sure. sense would have been like no don't eat on the couch like i would have never fed high on anybody's couch right. nobody's couch but my own you can feed um, it on my couch Oh well, that's nice. Thank you. I'll be destroyed <laughs> in two seconds, but yeah. <laughs> it's, I my she can't do any worse than what my dogs do. So you'd be surprised. But yeah, no I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, she's been here. Yeah. It's been fine. Yes. Um, so that's when we learned too that Amy didn't bring a high chair, didn't bring a playpen, didn't bring anything for the kids, really. Um, and they just the house actually just had like a playpen and a high chair for anyone that had kids. I feel like production would have verified that the house had that stuff before they went down. I agree. And maybe they didn't just didn't tell her. I don't know. Cause she just acted like she didn't know and she didn't have any plans for any of it. And her Amanda's face when she said that was like. That was my thought, our thoughts during the drive when she didn't have a single toy for the kids. And you know how kids get bored so easily of one toy. They'll play with it for five minutes, ten minutes. They need something yeah. new. They need to be stimulated. They need... You and know. you're at a rental house. You don't have your same setup, you know, so where the kids are used to what, you know, bookshelves at their height that have kid-friendly appropriate things. That You know, you don't have it kid-proofed, you know. Right. So it is harder work to take kids on vacation. I've totally done it at their age, right? Like I remember taking baby fraud on vacation at that age. It's a lot. I do Mm -hmm. understand that. 
but y'all, you gotta bring something. Like you gotta plan for it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's why she needs parenting lessons. Yeah. To learn about putting them on a schedule, to put them on, like, make sure they get their naps, to make sure they get all of this stuff, like their basic stuff. Because, like, just just the thing, like, learning that um, babies at, at that certain age go down for their first nap about an hour and a half after they wake up. Mm-hmm. You know, it just learning that, it was, like, a huge, you know, like, it maybe just little things like that, if Amy get learns these, make her life so much better. Yeah, she needs structure too. I don't know if she's working or if she's just making money from the show and like doing her YouTube stuff. When I say working, I mean like something structured where I don't think she is. She's she's taking care of her mom. Yeah. And so she's trying to watch the boys. They're not in daycare. They're not. There's no structure for any. No structure. No. So nobody's going to sleep at a reasonable hour. Nobody's getting fed at a reasonable hour on any kind of schedule. I know when I get like that, it gets, I get whacked out, right? Oh, yeah. Like, look at all of us over the, like, Christmas, New Year break, right? Everyone's always commenting during that week between Christmas and New Year's about how nobody knows what day of the week it is, and we're all eating too much cheese and crackers, and <laughs> what do we do, and our brains don't work and stuff. That's just one week, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Can you imagine if that was just your daily life with all nope. that family around all the time? Nope. I well, can't, the- I couldn't imagine. This is where shit starts to get real in this episode. Yes. So I'm ripe about the producers. You're what? I have a gripe about Mm. the producers. Well, Tammy and Amy begin to argue about getting Ben, get Glenn back to sleep. Obviously the production had taken a break or whatever. The cameras weren't on, but they were still mic'd. Um, And Tammy starts yelling at Amy to calm down. Amy says she's going home. And what we later find out is, Tammy was literally telling Amy, hey, did you try this? Did you try changing the diaper? Did you try, you know, making sure he's warm? Like basic things that you kind of like. See, this is what I'm talking about with Tammy having this instinct about what to do with the kids that Amy seems to be unable to access right now. (laughs) Right, exactly. Um, Well, Amy starts yelling at Amanda and said, you promised me you would help me with the kids and you haven't. Does she not remember Amanda literally picking up Gage and leaving the restaurant with him to put him to right. bed? Was, was, was Tammy not trying to help put the baby down right that Like, what are you talking about, Amy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Amy starts going off at Amanda saying, you think you're everyone's boss? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and then Amy went to physically attack Amanda. She pushed her and it looked like her fingers got on, like somehow. She on her did. Face. She was physically beating on her. Right. And Amanda like turned herself like kind of sideways, kind of sideways backwards to like take the brunt of it or whatever, but like not let her go forward, like whatever. She like blocked a lot. She of was it. taking a defensive stance rather than beating her back. It looked yes, like to yes, me. Yes, exactly. exactly. And Amanda, what? How tall did she say she was? Six foot. Something Big like girl. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, she would whoop Amy's ass. Let's be honest. Oh, uh, God, yeah. Like, 
she could with, her with like both arms tied behind her back. Yes. This was like an episode of Jerry Springer or some shit. Because <laughs> Amy was just going, just wailing on her. She could feel the rage. I don't know if you could. I was feeling her rage. I was from, feeling her rage. Yeah. yeah from watching. A little reminiscent it. of the rage room as she was wailing on, on Amanda. <laughs> the rage room. Yeah. Um, so here's where mm-hmm. I'm, I'm annoyed with the producers at this point, though, is because they didn't jump in. No, because they didn't catch it on video. Like, where the fuck oh, were they? Where, where? What? It was like it was like a 90 day fiance when the producers and the film crew weren't there when um, Sumit and Jenny's in-laws showed up to, like, kidnap Sumit at Jenny's house. It was like the heat <laughs> when she found out he was married and all that stuff. Like, the cameras weren't there. Like, are my you guess kidding? is they were eating their dinner because they had just filmed the cast eating their dinner, so it was oh. probably their legal. They have to take legal breaks themselves, so they were probably no, eating no, their dinner. Because no. there was times when we filmed when they were like, "Okay, we li- literally we legally have to take a break right now." Okay, for union purposes, <laughs> like, right? So right. Okay. That, okay. That, that, that would be that, my guess. That makes a lot of sense because you're right. They were still mic'd up. Mm-hmm. But if they have to put their cameras down, and take a break. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yep. All right. All right. I rescind. I rescind my um, complaint then. <laughs> um, but they should have had maybe like little cameras posted up right in the house, catching know, right? little stuff. But, you know, um, pros in the in the corners. And yeah, stuff. some furbos for the dogs. Oh, wait, there are no dogs there. <laughs> um. So Chris blocked her from leaving because Amy was saying how she was leaving. And then she starts yelling, there's 20 goddamn people in this house and I'm chasing them by myself. Um, And this is where I feel like she's not asking for the right help. Like, I think she didn't ask, hey, Chris, can you watch them for a few minutes while I go take a break? Or can you? Right. There's no community. She's expecting people to do Yes. That's what Misty was saying. She was Mm -hmm. like, she just puts them out like it expects us to go chase after him, you know, versus like, hey, can you watch them or whatever? Mm hmm. This annoyed me in the sense too that though that Chris was like, no, you're not leaving, you're not leaving. Like, I would have just let the bitch leave. What but she's she gonna take do? the kids. What is she gonna do? Start walking down the street? She can't she, drive. She thought she was gonna drive. To me, I don't remember what she said, but it, I thought she, she was, was gonna, gonna like, get. Take she her was vehicle. gonna get Justin to try to drive her, and no, Justin says no. What are you gonna do? Let the bitch try to walk out. It's like when a little kid's like, I'm gonna run away from home. Okay. Oh, yeah, but so I don't know. You... I don't think it would be a good idea for her to take the kids in any capacity if she's willing. No, but she wouldn't have gone anywhere because she can't fucking drive, right? Yeah. So she would have just tried to walk out of the door, okay? Because she wouldn't have gotten very far. She would that Chris standing there, like no, I would have called her bluff because she that girl was not going anywhere. I would have blocked her and I would have not uh-uh. left her leave the house with those kids in any capacity. She wouldn't have left the house. And if she did, she wouldn't have gotten down the driveway. Guarantee yeah. it. 100% guarantee it. Yeah. She anyway. needs help. Yeah. So finally, production decides to step step in and tell Amy, like, go to the room. We're separating you all. Yeah. Um, and Chris said it's the worst he's ever seen Amy lose her shit. And even Amanda says, I've never seen Amy act this yeah. way before. Yeah. So she needed to walk away to give you know amy a chance to catch her breath right she also said too like there i couldn't i could beat her if i wanted to i could beat her ass but like she needs help like that's not good yeah it's not gonna do anything but then she's like don't get it twisted though i'm still human you're only gonna push me but so far right right you know and honestly for for hillbilly family they have not responded 
in a hillbilly fashion, you know, mm-hmm. Amanda could have gone and beat the shit out of her and she didn't. Yeah. So I'm a little bit upset though that I, I maybe we, we don't see everything because I feel like I don't want to say production is using Amy or using her mental health stuff going on as drama but i feel like they should have stepped in earlier i feel like we should have seen some sort of um intervention intervention yeah like so hey rather than taking them fucking spray tanning take her to a goddamn therapist right Be serious like yeah get this woman some help like Let's i feel go, like yeah she, and yeah. so maybe she is getting help and we're not seeing it on camera yeah i, I would hope so but it I, doesn't sound I, like it because the way that the siblings are talking, they're like, no, this is just becoming the norm now. Yeah. Like at the beginning, it was happening here and there. We understood. We gave her grace. It's okay. But then it just kept happening more and more. And then it was mm-hmm. becoming the norm and it's just not sustainable anymore. You and know? leave it up it's, to TLC to just not give a shit about people. Right. Like in general, right. You know, hundred percent, hundred percent. They should have stepped in earlier. Um, because like it was what two episodes ago i was like if they don't separate amy from those kids you're going to talk about like infanticide charges like and i'm not even kidding i know it's scary yeah not just amy but any woman in that situation yeah that's what happens when mothers kill their children you know it's happens in these kinds of situations where postpartum and psychosis and all these things that start happening Mm-hmm. you know so so there's no shame in it just like it needs to be you need to be separated and yeah. then i feel like tlc should have stepped in sooner but no they were exploiting her exploiting that's the word i was looking for it yeah it was very exploitive the fact that they let it go as far as it did mm-hmm. you know? like they let amanda sit there and take the de- take the hits for how long yeah yeah it was scary i mean amanda's probably bigger than any of those cameraman but still 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yep well amy tries to apologize to amanda and uh amanda's like no get away from me fair enough amanda needs her space after that yeah to calm down or whatever um and that is the end of the episode frankly i don't know that i would accept the apology right then either because mm-hmm. with something like that there that that's deep Right. There's deep rooted shit there. And you're not going to be able to properly apologize to me within two minutes of it happening because you have not properly reflected on it and done the digging and the personal work you need to do to figure out what actually happened and what it is you're actually apologizing for. Yeah, I Um, agree. You know, maybe diffusing the fight situation by like, you know, maybe, you know, hey, look. I'm sorry, whatever, but not talking about it because, like, I don't know. But she clearly wasn't ready, and Amy was trying to force it. No, mm-hmm. no, no, but I'm sorry. And it's like, she no, was still hysterical. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. Uh, well, yeah. next time on the season finale, which I can't believe we're at the season finale already. And I can't believe they're going to show us what I think they're going to show us because I was yes. just wondering if they were, that was going to be part of the show. Me too. Um, Amy feels horrible and ashamed for what she did. And we then see Tammy getting a text message and breaking down. And we see a lot of people hovering around her. And we can only assume it was. Uh, it looks like the they're news of at Caleb's a passing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
it's probably Caleb's passing. Yeah. Which, holy shit. Um, <laughs> I can't believe they're going to show it. Well, like, I guess we're just talking about how exploitive they are. I, I yeah. guess it's not surprising. So, um, yeah, so there we are. And we're all caught up on um, uh, a thousand pound sisters. We're going to get you caught up on sister wives and uh, keep on going. I think we're going to get some um, my 600 pound life starting soon. Yay. It's awesome. New. Um, some new um like marathons and new shows that they were showing that they don't usually show which are kind of like in the realm of the things they do to to get your interest mm-hmm. like like when bravo shows a below deck marathon because which they've been doing because a new season of below deck starts tomorrow mm-hmm. or like they've been doing the vanderpump rules marathons because vanderpump rules started last night mm-hmm. right like this seems to be those kinds of programming and also like next week is like premiere week on like all the other stuff. So I feel like like the other networks and everything. So I feel like it's coming soon. I hope so. That's just a hunch though. Mm-hmm. Well, we do have somewhat of an inside scoop into my sex or my life. Maybe we should just ask some people like Wes. Yeah. See if he knows. Oh, right. Well, he's going to be on a Where Are They Now? He is. Yeah. We know that. All Uh right. We're supposed (laughs) to drop that bomb. Ooh. I think he's dropped it. So we're not, we're not saying anything that he hasn't already. You're right. He did put, make some posts. Yeah. He did put some stuff up about his surgery and stuff. His lymphedema surgery. Mm -hmm. All right. That's all we got for now. Um, We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Hey, podcasters! you know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home, but Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.